I'm Stargate Pioneer. I'm Haley. And I'm Lauren from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, brought to you by the Gunna Geek Network. Bringing you the latest nerdy news and geekdom, here are the hosts of the show. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. Naki. Don't be jealous that my robot penis is bigger than your robot penis. Chris. So when Chris doesn't know how to transition to a new topic because he's flustered, he just hits the button on the soundboard. And sometimes some special guests. This makes Burt Reynolds blush. As Magneto once said, ha ha ha, welcome to die. If you're a kid and listening, you rock and your parents are awful. A brand new ATGN starts in 3, 2, 1. It's 2016. We're back. All you people thought we wouldn't be, but we're back. Naki's on. Still call to come back. We never went away. Coming at you live. <laughs> I saw Naki start talking and I was like, the mute button's right there still. What's going <laughs> on? I forgot. All the mute buttons. This is See, what happens. We get a little fancier as we start things up I'm and everyone Kylo forgets about running the mute it. You're Kylo running it. You're feeling a little emo today? I don't know if you can tell, but I'm even like <laughs> wearing like the shredded like crop the like cowl and everything. I'm Kylo running it. Naki, don't cold. do it. Don't start cutting. I'm just cold. <laughs> Uh, there we go. Good thing about cutting with the lightsaber that uh, you know it heal, you know, kind of solders, cauterizes the bone. Yeah, you yeah. won't bleed. You'll just die of shock. Meh. At least you yeah, die warm. Right. That's true. I guess. I am cold right now, which is why I'm Kylo running it. <laughs> so am I, because it's about 34 degrees outside. And for those that are new to the show, I podcast out of my basement, so my basement is always cold. So I've had a space heater running for the last hour, and it's now finally up to a toasty 65 <laughs> degrees down here. It is uh, 22 degrees here, and we slept with the window open. So, well, that was your own mm-hmm. dumb fault then. Refreshing. No, it's, it's hot. <laughs> Otherwise, like we can't win. It's either too hot or too cold. I'm so confused. So, so confused. You just gotta sleep. I'll go ahead. Like I said, everyone, welcome to episode 192 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. It is the first one recorded in fabulous, wonderful 2016. So I have to ask everyone, how was your New Year's? Did you guys have fun? We ate a lot of food. Now, what kind of food did you eat? I'm curious. It was a progress. It was we did a progressive dinner, which is just like entree, you know, ordivores, which I know I say wrong, but I always like saying it that way. Horsey duvers. Exactly. Ordivores, and then appetizers, and entrees, and then desserts, and because um, my friend is a is a amazing cook, and then so we all brought over food, and I did like peanut rice noodles, and somebody did fettuccine alfredo. Um, boyfriend did a buffalo chicken ring, like filled like croissants filled with buffalo chicken. Um, it was insanely good food, and then we went over to his parents' house the day after. And ate prime rib. And it was oh my goodness! It was just so much food. That was that was our New Year's. It was the New Year's of food. We ate a lot of food. So how about you, Anthony? What'd you get into? Uh, we did it pretty easy. We had uh, my buddy Marv and his wife Alicia came over. So it was me, the roommates of them, their three boys. Watched a couple movies. Played uh, Munchkin. Which Munchkin was it? 
It was oh, uh, we played a uh, Munchkin Wizard of Oz for the first time. Ooh, that'd be fun. It it was a good one. It was weird because it was the first time ever we had all five of us got to level nine, so we were all in the run for the win, and that had never happened before. It was a super long game, and then yeah, all of us were sitting at level nine waiting to get the win, and ended up being that the person who complained all night kind of snuck through, and nobody killed him. It was fun though. It was a good night. Cool. So Willie, what'd you get into? Did you go raise the roof? Did you go have a party somewhere? I just went to a buddy's place, and they had a bunch of get-together people. And uh, after midnight, I did, of course, do my dad joke around four seconds ago. I said, see you next year, everybody. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then afterward, uh, somebody did uh, some fire poi. Don't know what fire poi is. It's kind of chains. I don't know what the balls are made of on the end, but they douse them in kerosene, and they spin them all around. Fire spinning. That'd be fun. So no, that just seems like a way to burn yourself. That's where the fun is. It sounds like a very interesting way to burn yourself, though. That's true. Also true. And my buddy, much more entertaining than just an emo kid in a big lighter. Just. <laughs> and of course, my buddy had his uh, pants a little low, so his crack was showing out as he was spinning around. Even Yay. better. Butt cracks for everybody. Butt cracks he should have put more. fire in his butt crack then. Tell him to pull up his goddamn pants. So I did I did about similar stuff. I just had some friends over. We played some board games. I got to play The Contender, which was a game that I talked about that was on Kickstarter a while ago. If you think Cards Against Humanity with politics and ridiculousness, that's basically what it is. It's a lot of fun. And I also played another board game called Boss Dungeon that was really fun, where you build your own dungeon to try and kill heroes. But I'm exciting. At 31 years old, we just hung out and ate food, drank beverages, and played board games all night. No, like don't remind me. My birthday is in two days. You take me about ten years ago, I'd be like, let's go to the bar! Uh, yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. I'm cranky. You're complaining at 31. I'm about to turn 38. <laughs> oh, dear God. I never liked the bars anyway. <sighs> I liked the old hole-in-the-wall bars. I didn't like the clubs. I liked the bar where you just go hang out and chat with your friends and have a fun time yeah, with some beverages. Bars are fine. Clubs suck. Clubs are for 22-year-olds that have nothing better to do in life, but damage their body and make noise. I'm a 22-year-old. No, I'm not. Liar! <laughs> I thought you were older than me, Naki. I am, by like three whole months. Tee-hee. 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 What? Yeah, it's SP in the <laughs> chat room says, in your 40s, you just go to bed. I do yeah. that now anyway. So that's we, what we got to look forward to. We wound up leaving the party at 11.30 because it was in the middle of the city. And I got really scared about driving home to the suburbs because it's like over an hour um, with all the drunk drivers because it's fucking amateur hour on New Year's Eve. So. It is everywhere, <laughs> I think. Yeah. It's never good to be out past two on New Year's Eve when people are coming home. So I have, to, I have to Never, ask, never good. Before we roll into the news of the week, Naki, by chance, do we have a Tim Tom story to open 2016? Ooh. Is there any new <laughs> Tim Tom news? Um... I haven't seen Tim Tom. Apparently he was in over his winter break and it was just not while I was working. But apparently uh, he just... So the way that our room is set up is when you walk in there, there's the desk that you check in at, and then right next to the desk is the homework room and then next to that is the video game room and they're separated by half walls so we can see in there. Well, apparently, Tim Tom decided that it would be a fun time ever to climb up to the on top of the half wall and use it as, like, a, a balancing rail. That's fantastic. Right? And then, I mean, it wasn't anything 
unusual for him. He's done this before. And but instead of like we couldn't I guess the ladies couldn't get him down because he wouldn't let anybody touch him. Which is again pretty normal. And uh he uh did a flip going off of it. But did he <laughs> land the flip? That's the question. He, he landed, landed on it? a child. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that one way to land it. Yeah, I mean I he stuck the landing. I was about to say did he stick it? I don't know. I wasn't there, but I was just like, I guess he did a flip and landed on top of like a two-year-old. So that kid is quite literally a flying jackass. Basically, um, no, it was it was. Uh, it's been really. I really haven't been working in the uh, kids area because they offered me time off from there because they had uh, all the college kids in, and they were like, "You mind giving them hours?" I'm like. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't have to do it. That's even better. <laughs> That's fine. I will work more hours in my office job and make up for that. And I did. So and we sort of know. got a Tim Tom story to start 2016. So I think we're starting things on a good note. Well, Yay. Why don't we just roll into the news of the week then? <laughs> Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. That's right, awesome people. It's that time in the show where we tell you what we think is the awesome stuff that happened this last week. But things have been kind of dead lately, so we're kind of doing a twist on this, and two of our news of the weeks aren't quite news, if that makes sense. But since I've been talking a lot, I'm going to kick it to Anthony. What do you got first for your news of the week, sir? I'm sure you're excited. My news of the week is actual fucking news, which came out just last night. Let me pull up the article here. Uh, basically, since the first Dread movie came out, fans have been petitioning for a Dread 2. There's been lots of memes, uh, the fan sites, uh, actual Facebook pages, all dedicated to trying to get uh, Dread 2. And pretty much the 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 main actor, Carl Urban, and uh, I believe the director and the writer were all for it. And the real problem was just you know the money men because Dread didn't quite make as much as you know Legendary and all them I think would have liked, or maybe it was Lionsgate. I'm trying to remember. But uh, they announced last night that Dread is coming to Netflix in a 13-episode miniseries event. So that already is awesome enough. And you would think that if it's coming to Netflix, they probably wouldn't have Carl Urban. But this is the most important part of the article. They were talking to, uh, so what is it? On NerdBastards.com, they had, uh, they pulled the article for, uh, there's Netflix France Senior Vice President of Development, April Trooper said... I knew the moment I walked into the conference room for the meeting and saw Carl Urban in full Dread gear, we weren't leaving that room alive without making some kind of deal. Dread is full of wonderful witch and vibrant characters. We can't wait to see the franchise blossom at Netflix. So, yeah, apparently Carl Urban was so serious about getting this game deal done that he showed up to the meeting in full Dread gear. Like, dude was ready to just kick ass and say, bitch, let's make a TV show. So and wait, so apparently we're getting it. Was he just like this the whole time then? Yeah. Because unlike Amazing Spider-Man or fucking Batman or any other fucking superhero, Dredd actually believes in his secret identity, even though he doesn't really need one because he's a cop. You got to love the fact that you never see Carl Urban's face in that fucking movie. In the start of the movie, when he's getting geared up, you only see him from the back until he puts the helmet on. You never see his face. Just once, I would like to see an actual superhero movie with a secret identity 
where the motherfucker running around with his mask on doesn't get it blown off or doesn't take it off to randomly talk to somebody. But Anthony, but Anthony, what about Sylvester Stallone? You see his face in dread. What about uh, Andrew Garfield's pretty dread. hair? <laughs> Fuck his hair. I like He's Andrew Garfield, nice but the hell of his hair. You know, what, you know what tops his hair? Emma Stone. <laughs> I don't care about fucking Andrew Garfield's hair. Uh, I walk away for like 30 boots. seconds, and now it's Darth Naki here. <laughs> I, I was being I was being Carl Urban. Okay. Emo Naki. Or, actually, no, this is actually closer to Daredevil, I suppose. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's pretty close. It's funny but you yeah. mentioned Daredevil. So we're getting dread. I'm stoked! Yes! I'm there with you, buddy. I love that movie. I'm gonna yeah, watch it again. And the, I like that movie. And they even dumped it in February, where they thought it wasn't really gonna do well at all anyway. Well, and you gotta love any movie where they actually use the slow motion special effects bullshit, but they made it part of the script, so mm -hmm. it actually made sense that there were crazy slow motion effects because it was people being affected by the drug in the movie. That's just good writing. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. <gasps> what the fuck? <laughs> what? Chris, Damn. are you serious? Put on your Amazon I, wish list so I can gift it to you. Because damn, you need to see Dread. Isn't it still on Netflix? Um, I don't know. I always just pop in my Blu-ray, so uh, it might be. Too. I could check, <laughs> but I'm lazy right now. I'll be honest. Uh, there is a it. website called Can I Stream It that oh, yeah. is very it's helpful. One of, <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I'll check it on there later. But it is a decent movie. I will like. Like, I wasn't a huge, like, Judge Dredd fan going into it, but, like, I've read the comics, or a good amount of the comics, and I, it stays pretty true to it, which is really amazing. You don't see that very often. And uh, Yeah, they didn't they didn't Hollywood it, like yeah. the Judge Dredd movie. Right. It yeah. was it was good. It was It's a decent watch. It's, it's worth your time. Rob Schneider is a trash can. Shut your whore mouth, Shannon. <laughs> Rob Schneider. Now that's all going to be stuck in my head for the rest uh, of the Dread is not currently streaming on Netflix. Aww. But they're announcing the show? Amazon Prime? Hulu? I don't know. I was only checking my Netflix app, so... Yeah, they'll, they'll <laughs> probably get the rights back when it comes time for... Yeah, if they're doing that deal right now, more than likely, uh -huh. yeah, they're going to put that movie on and stream the shit out of it. Bumps, so good. Bumps, bumps. You okay there, Naki? I'm dancing. Bumps. She's doing the emo dance. I am. This is yeah. This is one to the left, one to the right, down, down the, the street, not across the way. <laughs> so, I'm glad we were mentioning Netflix because my news is very Netflix related, also, and it's that uh, they released some screenshots from upcoming Daredevil season two. And I'll show those here in a sec. But the more important thing is, Entertainment Weekly seemed to peg that Daredevil season two would be dropping in March. At this point, Marvel has not confirmed nor denied that aspect, but we could only be three months away from the next season of Daredevil, guys. Which means I need holy, to watch season one again. Holy shit. Actually, his, uh, boyfriend's mom was uh, watching it on New Year's Day, and I'm like sitting there watching I'm like, oh, I should watch this show again. I should. And they did actually put a couple screenshots out. If you're watching the show live, I will show them right now. But the first one we have is John Barenthal's Punisher basically having captured Daredevil. With the red suit. With the red suit now. Yeah. So spoilers if you hadn't seen season one yet, but if you hadn't, shame on you. And yeah. then the other picture that was released, and this is all the yeah. Entertainment Weekly, was our first look at Electro Nachos. Oh, yeah. It's literally a scan out of the magazine, I believe. So we're getting mm -hmm. some, some nice hints of what's mm -hmm. to come. 
That's not Jennifer Garner. What's going on? Anthony, you need to get married. <laughs> you goddamn right I do. <laughs> it's been way too long. Isn't that... Can you say that for everybody? Well, no, I'm telling this specifically nah, for Anthony yeah. because I follow him on Facebook and I've listened to him on this show. Anthony, <laughs> we need to get laid. I, I, you're taking this to a whole lot tirade. I, I agree with you, Naki. I, I totally agree with you. <laughs> that's not a tirade. That's me t- telling Anthony, go get laid. Use some Tinder. Do, do what you got to do. <laughs> your life sucks, Tinder Bobby. around here sucks. Every Chin Boise's Tinder profile says, I'm not here for hookups. Uh, what the fuck are you on Tinder for? It's Why not are you match. using Tinder, then? See that way too much. I fucking got rid of it. Tinder's all about the porking. That's Waste what of I time. Thought. Maybe you have better uh, to luck be. on Grinder. <laughs> you, why don't you eat a dick? <laughs> well, that's what Willie's basically I'm not telling gonna. you. I'm not going to, so why don't you? Ooh, yeah, I'm not that hard up yet. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's all the same in the dark, Anthony. Just No, you know. no, it's not. <laughs> not when there's that much fur involved. They all look like Willie on there. Yeah. yeah. They got to get not ready for the I'm winter. For. It, Every profile is Willie. <laughs> Willie created <laughs> Tinder profiles just to mess with you, and they're all pictures of him. I would just know, in various just sexy there. poses. I was going to say he's just, he's just pushing up his chest and like <laughs> the fur into a fur bra. Oh, do what you got to do. Don't do it. I'm going to turn no. the screen off just to not see that. Don't do it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Why? You need to stop. Oh, don't worry. It might happen before the show's over. <laughs> is that a threat or a promise? I'm not That's sure. Rich. Let's yeah, see how crazy I get. Is this domestic terrorism? I'm okay yes. with it. Thank you, Naki. Naki's You're... got my back. I do. I'm all for freeing the body. Do what you gotta do, Willie. You wanna braid my chest hair? Oh. <sighs> <I'll... laughs> <laughs> That's, that's disgusting. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> or just the right amount. You be the. I feel. I feel like no, I could braid much. your arm hair at least. We all agree so. that it's too much. You could braid his beard for him. Give him beard <laughs> dreads. Oh man, I'd I'd make you look like dude from Anthrax. Uh, Scott. Yeah, Scott Ian. Scott Ian. I wish now, I could do I, that. My chin scruff doesn't keep growing. It's no fair. I've been growing this out since October, I believe. It's gonna continue. Nice. I'll make Jesus. you look like Scotty Ian. That's what Here. if you come to Chicago, that's that'll be what happens, is that I'll turn Split you into Scotty Ian. <laughs> so uh, Draftsman's in the chat right now and he has some insight on the whole Tinder grinder issue. He goes, Willie the Bear used to be a children's book before Willie hit grinder. <laughs> <laughs> I could go evil with a joke and say, No, it still is. Uh, but I'm not. <laughs> But you so, did. But I did. So you didn't. I don't know where to go with this, but I'm going to kick it to Naki real quick. And since you weren't here last week when we talked about Star Wars, Ooh, yeah, do yeah. you want a chance to talk about your thoughts of Star Wars 7? And if so, do you want to talk spoilers on it? Um, yeah, we'll talk spoilers. Okay, so here real quick, guys. There's going to be a spoiler alert for the next, let's say, five minutes if you're listening to the audio podcast. Uh, uh, Go ahead. <laughs> I like our little alert. Uh, <laughs> Plus, I have a lower third for it. Um, oh, I, was gonna say, I was wondering when the lower third was going to pop in. <laughs> Kylo, Kylo Ren is a giant fucking weenie. 
So we got that. <laughs> um, the second time, okay, so the first time I saw it, I didn't cry because. I was too excited to be there, but, like, boyfriend and I were, like, holding each other's hands, like, is he gonna, he's gonna, yeah, he did it. And we were very upset. But the second time I saw it, I actually wound up tearing up, because Han Solo was my first love next to, like, Indiana Jones, so... So basically just Harrison Ford. Young Harrison Ford has my heart. I'm sorry. Old Harrison Ford. You wouldn't hit him now? Well, I, he's the same age as my grandmother, so that's a little weird. But... (laughs) And if she hit him now, she might break a hip. Yeah. Well, is, is he still married to Callista Flockout? Yes, he is. I believe so. Um, so, yeah. I mean, he's he's got a lady. He's probably getting it, I assume. Um, and if he's not, he's Harrison Ford. He can get it whenever <laughs> it's he wants. It's true. It's that Harrison true. Ford. So, um, anyways. So, that really broke my heart a lot. And uh, we were talking about it a lot last night. Now, I can't think of it. Because we That's saw it again for the third the time. We saw it for the third time last night. We saw it in IMAX. Oh, uh, wow. With the 3D, which, uh, for those of you who have 3D problems like I do, the dog vice had me like, <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it was it was really interesting to see it in the, in the 3D. Uh, well, for me, it's more like shadow format, I guess. Um, they, they definitely have a lot more detail in it. Um, I really, uh, I was really kind of um, disappointed with the lack of uh, Captain Phasma because I was really kind of, was really hoping they'd play her into it more. Um, She's but, Boba Fett. So, kind of. No, she wants to be Boba Fett, and they're trying to make a Boba Fett, which usually doesn't work. Yeah, I want to run around telling people you're cool. You're not cool. Right. So I wanted, <laughs> I wanted Captain Phasma to be Captain Phasma, but if you follow me on Facebook or I think I posted it maybe on Instagram. I don't know. You know that I'm already in love with Ray um, and Finn. They're the only two pop figures that I really want out of the the pop figures that I, you know, Ray is. I got really really angry the other day um, because somebody posted how Ray is. BB-8 also. I have a B. Oh, I'm not wearing it. I have a BB-8 shirt and I have a BB-8 purse, Um, but I do love BB-8. He's the droid puppy. Um, (laughs) It's not inaccurate. But I, uh, somebody wrote a, a piece about how Ray is a Mary Sue and is, you know, is, she's obviously good at everything and blah, 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 blah. And they're just bitching. And I'm like sitting there like, that's every male superhero that there is out there. Like, so I got, I got really upset that somebody was like, well, a female can't do it. And I'm like sitting here like, well, no, she can because you do that with every male. So why can't a female? We touched um, on that a little bit last yeah. episode. And it was more, I did not agree with that. I said she was slightly OP in my mind. So but is yeah, every male superhero. That, yeah. <laughs> but he meant that specifically as an untrained Jedi yes. in the canon yeah. for you know a very specific reason. It has nothing to do with her being male or female. Kylo Ren, we also said it was OP because he's not fully trained and he's stopping fucking laser blasts in midair, which Yoda never did. Right. Not, like, not yeah. only is she not, uh, not only is she untrained, she pretty much just found out about it. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, I mean, Jedi's the same. So, so there, there is a, uh, there is a debate as to if she's lineage or if she's going to be a new character or whatever like that, like of where she would be from. And there is a really strong argument that she's a Kenobi. And I like this argument, and I have come on board yeah. with it. I, they I, want you to think Skywalker, but I'm starting to think Kenobi, and I like I'm, the parallels. I'm all on board for Team Kenobi here, because um, I, I really do think Skywalker's too easy, and 
like well almost, but here's the thing though the star wars movies are all about the skywalker family that's why everyone's yeah, a damn skywalker that's why everyone's a skywalker but i really like the fact that it was ewan mcgregor and alec guinness's voice when she when she picked up the lightsaber the fact that she has she uses the queen's english and not um you know when they when john Boyega is british but he uses an american accent in the film like the there is a there is a whole lot that that points to kenobi and i really hope that it's kenobi but that's that's me um and then like the other argument that i saw that i got angry at not angry because it did take me a second where i had to like think about it but like people were like oh kylo ren is a weenie because he um he got defeated by two noobs with the force but then somebody put out the argument for him that was actually a really good argument is they everybody forgot about chewie's uh bowcaster yeah. yeah that they've made a point of the fact it basically just decimates people and kylo ren took that like a took boss that hit. and just stood there and you're like whoa and you know did the did the hitting and then was like all right let's go <laughs> so i mean you know, people are just cranky because he killed Han Solo. That's part of what it is. So, I, mean, I don't like Kylo Ren. He's a bitch. But I mean, you kind of saw it coming, and Harrison Ford wanted him to die from the beginning. So I mean, he literally is the lone. We like boyfriend and I had this conversation yesterday where he literally is the lone scoundrel, the cowboy who rides off into the sunset by himself, and making him a family man doesn't really work. Uh, he wasn't much of a family man, it doesn't seem like. Well, no, he ran away when his son went bad. But, yeah. I mean, that's... But that's still... That that fits his character, is what I'm saying. So, uh, all in all, I'd give it a, a 10 out of 10. Would see again, obviously, as I've seen it three times at this point. Um, I really, really, really like Ray and Finn. Um, I, I really enjoy what they've done with Finn. I really enjoy him and Poe being guy lovers. Um... I mean that that is some guy love. I don't care what anybody says. That is that is guy love right there. And watching the sexual tension is insane. Oh, hi Max. Cut it with a knife. That's true. Oops, sorry, my dog yep, busted. So, Star Wars. Um, basically, the takeaway we've all had on here is it's well worth your watching. I'm still of the opinion I'm not going to rate it until I wait a little while after having seen it because I tend to overrate things after I've first seen them. I will say I greatly enjoyed it and would recommend anyone go see it. The my thought process the. What we said of how we rated it was that it's basically a New Hope version 2.0. And it was really good for being version 2.0. It sets 2.0. things up very nicely for episode yeah. 8. Oh, I have my rating already. So JJ's New Hope. <laughs> it's a fan film, but I'm okay with it. It's I just a good want fan more film. Luke Skywalker, I'll be honest. Give me Naki, more Luke Skywalker. You did hear my rating of it last week, didn't you, Naki? Because you listen to the show every week, right? I didn't. I haven't had time to watch listen to it this week. I'm sorry, but I do listen to every show. It just sometimes it takes me a little bit longer. Six point five teetering on a seven out of ten. <laughs> okay, so what made your rating lower? I'm not really the Star Wars guy. I mean, I know the story, and like I've gone through this, but you know, I'm just it's just a story. It didn't really catch me, and I remember sitting in the theater like, come on, get off this. Get off this sand planet. Just get off. Go somewhere. I want to see space. Just something. Come on. Do something. But Ray. Hell yeah, Ray. Ray didn't Ray. save the sand and like, oh my god, do something. Come on. Sand's so coarse and so rough and it gets everywhere. <laughs> but it, it's, <laughs> hey, that makes it better than good. Remember, five is average means it's good. So it's not quite great, but it's above good. 
Okay. So it's not. It's a fair. It's fair. It's a fair. It's a fair assessment. So Thank you. Are we are we good on Star Wars for now? Then I e. think in the future when we talk about it, it's going to have been a couple weeks. I won't even put the spoiler alert up, but just in case people hadn't seen it, I'm going to throw True. a random spoiler just in you know, near the end of the episode just to make me feel Dumbledore. <laughs> so we are back to being spoiler free once again. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, but end of this weekend though, if they haven't seen it, to hell with them. Well, I mean, it's racking up big numbers again. It's probably going to break Avatar's records. It broke New Year's Day box office records. This movie's huge, and I feel bad for the Episode Eight crew because they're like, how are we going to beat ourselves, basically? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Because now people are going to have the same thing they said about Avengers 2 because it didn't do as well as Avengers 1. Oh, it's a flop. If Star Wars 8 thinking, doesn't yeah. do as well as Episode 7, they'll be like, oh, Episode 8 sucks. No, not really. Yeah, it's, it's the just, Age of Ultron problem. The bar is so ridiculously high. Although, to be fair, I really didn't like Age of Ultron that much. Yeah, I was going to say, Sam, I do say Avengers. Language. Avengers was above Age of Ultron. Okay, but let's look at the parallel, though. We all liked <laughs> Avengers a lot more than the second one. So even if the second Star Wars, excuse me, the eighth Star Wars isn't as good as the seventh, <laughs> are we going to say it's a flop? No. no. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. People have gotten a little too spoiled when it comes to the superhero movies. When Age of Ultron wasn't great, but it was okay, it was good, and they're like, oh, it's a flop. No, it made a crap ton of money still, people. Pull your heads out of your asses. Yeah. So, I do have a Episode question. Episode 8 will cost them $500 million and they'll make $2 billion, so it won't be a flop. Yeah. Chris, for a question for you. When uh, Civil War comes out, are you changing your, your poster behind you? If I get a Civil War poster, the only reason this poster is up there is because there was uh, one of the guys I follow on Twitter went to one of the midnight premieres. Was like, I don't want the poster. I'm giving it away for free. And I was like, I'll take it. And that's why I put it there. Oh, I could go the... back. I have an Iron Man nice. 2 poster of the same size. I could rotate over there, but I like the look of the Civil War one better. Or, excuse me, the Winter Soldier one better. I must say, that is my second favorite overall Marvel movie. Winter Soldier was really good. So if someone wants to get me a Civil War poster, I will gladly hang it on my wall behind me. How about that? I should nice. be moving room soon, so. But I'll still you, probably be the bookcases. Are you going to put your Green Lantern poster behind you again? Oh, no. Oh, it's still <laughs> over there. It's over Good. there. You it still exists. Don't make it green or animated. There it is. <laughs> There's Green there Lantern. Is. Oh, boy. ATGN banner fell down, so. Oh, but you keep the Green Lantern thing. Oh, my God. Priorities. Priorities. It's stuck to the wall with the power of suck. Basically. <laughs> so, Basically. we should transition to the next thing here, and Willie's going to do something a little different than news this week, so Willie, I'm going to hit the bump here, and I'm going to transition it over to you. It's your favorite okay. one, too. There you go, sir. It's all you. Alright, uh, so I think I was going to do a year in review. So, guys, tell me, what, is, what was your favorite movie, TV show, and video game of this past year, or 2015. Yeah, there we go. Does Star Wars count, or does that count as 2016? Technically, it's uh, 2015. 2015. Date, okay. Dates. Yeah. Dates. Okay. okay. Actual release date. So, yeah, so we'll start with everybody with a movie. What was your favorite movie of 2015? you got to uh, toss it to one of us, I think. <laughs> I think it's got to be Star Wars. I'll open it up. I mean, I'm trying to think, but it's just because Star Wars, I'd built up everything so much for I wanted to see it. There were other really good movies, but... Nothing compares to Star Wars for me. And I'm sure people are going to come back in the comments, but, oh, what about Mad Max and stuff like that? I don't care. It's Star Wars for me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I have to agree with Chris. I think uh, Age of Ultron, I think, what I was hyped for, but I ended up having more fun seeing Star Wars. Um, I was 
uh, up until Star Wars, I was really gung-ho for Mad Max, for Fury Road. Um, that was my favorite, uh, along with Kingsman. Um, those Kingsman was my big surprise of 2015. Yeah. I never expected it to do what it did. That's yeah. true. Um, but Fury Road was... Up until Star Wars, it was Fury Road, really, all the way. Like, I, I fucking love that movie. And I still watch it pretty repeatedly. So, um, that that's on there uh, as, as my close second to Star Wars. So, so, all three of you guys are doing Star Wars? I've got it. What do you I'll think? What's your brain then? Mine is, of course, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Because that, that was my, that church scene. Uh, the church scene alone won it. Well, I mean, that was the surprise. Like, nobody was expecting that to be good. It's not like you're picking a bad movie there. It's just yeah. Once I heard I, Mark Millar and Matthew Vaughn together again, I was like, I'm in. Because <laughs> Kick-Ass was my favorite movie of that year. Because that came out of nowhere, too. It was like the trailers gave nothing about Hit-Girl and her cursing and the violence. Nothing. I was like, oh, this is going... Yeah, is but awesome. they also fucked up Wanted. So I always think oh, a Mark yeah. Millar comic turned into a movie is a roll of the dice. Yeah, it's true. Because it really the closer they stay to the comic... The closer they say to the com- it wasn't Matthew Vaughn, but the closer oh, they say to the comic, the better. But you, you never know with a Mark Millar book because sometimes they try to say, "Oh, the comic bubble's gonna pop," which is bullshit. Well, they changed that story so like it's not even the same story, completely no, different. No, it's not. And what did the? Well, let's tell you this though. Go ahead. Kingsman is the best James Bond film of 2015. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. Gauntlet drop. Uh, in the in the chat room, uh, in uh, Draftsman says uh, Mad Max Fury Road is a better standalone movie, um, which of us of and it, it really is because you really can't compare it to the original Mad Max movies. Um, <laughs> Since it's not a Mad Max movie, really, it's, it's really Furiosa not. A, Road. It's, a, it's a Furiosa movie, um, <laughs> and I, and I agree with that because Star Wars is is a series movie of a standalone movie. Mad Max did grab it. Yeah, Star yeah, Wars I, is nostalgia pudding. It's it's all about the nostalgia. I'm and, a huge Star Wars fan, so for me it had to be just because I never expected I'd get another Star Wars movie, and then Death we got Star it, and it was Tattoo. good, and it, it just is what it is. <laughs> I, I, that's not me being like, oh my god, Mad Max is crap. No, no, good movie. It's just for me, because of my love of Star Wars, it had to be Star Wars. I, I have a Death Star tattoo. You're telling me I don't love Star Wars? Come on now. I don't. <laughs> yeah. That's why Star Wars probably didn't hit me because it's too much of a build up to the next movies, and the ne- movies aren't out yet, so I can't watch them as a cohesive whole. So there's too many there's too many plot lines that go unfinished. So I need to know more. You're so needy. I am. I, okay, so we know now. <laughs> Willie is a needy Nelly. Well, needy Nelson. Needy Nelson, but yeah. Nelly rhymes better. <laughs> I need someone to stroke my chest hair. Oh. So, what was the gross. next topic you wanted to discuss wanna, in 2015? Do you, you want to purr like a walrus? <laughs> Is that what's going on? Thank you. <laughs> but um, what was your favorite TV show? What you know? What surprised you the most uh, over the, uh, 2015? I'll go uh, since Naki's right beside me. In my view, go ahead. Um, I guess it's a it's a tie between Jessica Jones and Daredevil for me. Two very, Ooh, very different shows. That's the thing, is that like Daredevil has the rewatchability. Um, Jessica Jones is really quite brutal, but in that sense, that's amazing. Like it's so good, you really can't watch it again because you're like emotionally invested into this. Um, and it's, it's to me that's just kind of amazing because it's like, you know, you're so you don't you don't you go 
pretty much a lot of these people who are watching Jessica Jones go into it blind. You know, they don't really know Alias or, you know, the the whole comic series of it. And, you know, to be in the first, like, three episodes be that, like, okay, I need to take a break now because everything hurts inside me um, is really, really uh, astounding to me. And then with Daredevil, he's a, he's a character that everybody knows because of a terrible movie. And everybody was kind of, like, had no hopes for it. But then you watch it and it's just, like, balls out amazing, you know, and... It went completely balls to the wall, and it worked. And I said balls twice in, like, 30 seconds there. Giggity. Um, I've had lots of balls. That means you had two balls for the price of one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, so, for me, like, both of those shows were just so good. I really can't rate one above the other because they were so different. But I really, those two shows were, were my shows this year. Solid selections, though. So I'll, I'll go next on mine. I was going to say Daredevil originally, and I really like Daredevil, but I think for me, I'm going to go a little different here. It's Better Call Saul, which is the Breaking Bad uh, prequel on AMC. And part of that's just because uh, Saul Goodman's a very interesting character. And wow, brain fart. I completely forgot the actor's name all of a sudden who portrays him, and I oh, should know God. it. Oh, no. Oh. Everybody. Uh, oh, my God. Oh my it'll, god! It'll pop in my head after <laughs> it was a, the show. It was a cross cross pod brain fart. Like what happened? Yep. But the way he portrays Jimmy, who's not even Saul yet, I just love it, and I love seeing the seeds of the Saul Goodman will come to know in Breaking Bad. So and, for and me, nobody check IMDb. Use your oh. use your brains. I was just about to. I wasn't going to on purpose. It'll come into my head at some point. I'm not worried about it. But yeah, Better Call Saul for me was my favorite show of 2015. Daredevil's right up there though too. But it's just because Daredevil, it's part of the Marvel machine. So I kind of expected it to be good. Better Call Saul. I was like, it should be good, but who knows? And I've just loved it more than I thought I would. So for me, that's my best show for 2015. I actually need to watch that show because Breaking Bad is topped of like one of my all-time favorite shows. And I, I still haven't watched Better Call Saul. So uh, Anthony, what about you? What's your show of 2015? Uh, there's been a lot of good stuff because I actually I finished watching Clone Wars. So to me, that would have been new in 2015 because I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, Flash Season 2... Lots of stuff on Netflix, but yeah, it's seeing the progression of a lot of things that have been that have gotten better and better through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. When Daredevil came out, from the very first episode, the opening scene, uh, Matthew Cox nailed the character of Matt Murdock the way I've always read him in the comics. And by the end of three or four episodes, they'd shown just how spectacular the fight choreography was. For those two things alone, Daredevil was the best show of the year. That's fair. What do you say, Willie? What was the best show this year? Well, in uh, rebuttal to uh, Naki, Ben Affleck Daredevil was not a bad movie. It was, it was a product of its time. What I mean, was it? Did we have any serious comic book movies back then? That's true, but I mean that doesn't make it good though either. Well, Colin director, Farrell. I didn't say great. it was good. I said I enjoyed it. The director's cut was far better for that. Yes. It only added so much little. It was, it was it's ne- negligible. I would say. Add what more? What was in the Coolio in it? I don't remember. Was he? Yeah, it has the Coolio scenes in the courtroom. No, okay. it added very little to the courtroom scenes. But uh, no, it's it's about the way it. it's cut. The the director's cut is way better. But Colin Farrell is fucking awesome as Bullseye because he's, he's perfectly boom. psychotic. And uh, I would I do have to give it up to uh, Daredevil. That was just uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. That's what makes it win. His oh. kingpin. I was blown away by that. that. That my favorite episode was when his backstory came in from when he was a kid and everything, and you understood 
what that paint, that white painting meant to him. That was actually one yeah. of the conversations that we had on New Year's Day on, on how much, you know, you start to care for the bad guy. And you're like, this is fucking Kingpin. Why do I care about Kingpin? But uh, you, you don't have to care for him. You can be empathetic and still not care for him. That's true. Maybe that's maybe that's what we're talking about more yeah. than anything. Rabbit and Snowstorm is a fantastic episode. They've done just they did an amazing thing with Kingpin there. Like they didn't really do it with the purple pin. Purple pin? Wow. Purple man. <laughs> the purple doctor. The purple doctor. <laughs> um, but I thought but they still made him you know, kinda weak in senses. And they did that with, with Fisk and slash Kingpin and they, they gave him a love interest. Gave, you gave a man who just killed a man with a car door a love interest. Oh, God, that was awesome. Yeah, that was brutal. All I remember is once everyone gets to that point in the show, you would just know because they'd be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that just happened. Oh, yeah. And um, I do have to give a nod for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because they they, their, their quality just shot up in the third season. I still haven't yeah, watched really that did. show. And yeah, I didn't enjoy the traveling to I other planet stuff. Really up the game on that show. I also enjoyed Agent Carter a good deal too because oh, I did not yes. know what to expect on that, and it was really good. And so that starts, Agent Carter was another one. And that starts what in two weeks? Two weeks, I think, is season two of Agent Carter. Seventeenth, I want to say. Sixteenth or seventeenth, something like that. I'm looking forward to that. Which is the week before Flash and Arrow come back, so it has a week to establish itself. <laughs> I'm sure I'm gonna be watching all of them. Oh, I oh except for Arrow because I don't care about Arrow. Oh. So much fun. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Okay. All right. So, so what was the other one we had to do for 2015, Willie? Video games. What was your favorite video game of 2015? Ooh. Wait, I gotta wait. See? I gotta look at what what year this came out. Hang on. Okay. So right, I'll shoot it all the way to. Oh well. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I've got two I can go with on this one, and I'm kind of on the fence. I'm stuck between Tales from the Borderlands. Ooh. And uh, Rocket League. And I didn't start playing Rocket League until 2016, but it came out in 2015. And I have greatly enjoyed it just because it's a game I can pick up, play for 5-10 minutes, and just walk away from. And it's a nice, fun game. And it's basically, for those who aren't familiar, you drive a remote control car around and you play soccer. Um, Rocket League was the first game Boyfriend Ever Saw Me Rage Quit. <laughs> what? That's fun. I the first game, the first game I ever rage well not ever but the first game I most recently rage quit was the Tomb Raider that came out in 2013 when I ran into a glitch oh, that had yeah. me permanently spawning <laughs> in the middle of a wall and I had no other save games and this was nine hours into the game so I rage quit it until just this last week when it was on Steam sale for four bucks that was understandable <laughs> that's a different kind of rage quit I rage quit because I can't figure out the fucking controls for Rocket League and I can't get it so I don't wind up on the ceiling and not hitting the ball like I told you, make sure you push that um, ball cam to toggle, not to switch. <laughs> I'll set up my set up my controls that way because fuck that ball cam, it's the worst. Well, it helps you say, oh, the ball is over there. I better get going. Yeah, but now I'm driving up the wall. How did this happen? <laughs> but um, actually, I've heard that uh, the play style. I've heard a good argument that it's not really like soccer. It's more akin to hockey, with the okay. way you're trying to get the ball just to the other side. Yeah, I could see that. And actually, for part of the uh, winter modes they've had yep. going on, you've actually playing hockey instead of soccer. There's a hockey puck that doesn't bounce nearly as much, and I've had more oh, yeah. fun with the hockey puck than I have the soccer ball. And like I said, uh, I did play the the first game in the series, Supersonic Acrobat or Rocket Power Battle Cars. Say that five times fast. Uh, I have no, no idea what you just no. said. Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Power Battle Cars. Yeah, I still don't know what you're saying. <laughs> it sounds like words. 
<laughs> so, something about cars. And I don't get it. Uh, Bachman? Um, up until November, all I'd really been playing was Guild Wars, and then I got my PS4, and since then I got Evolve, I got the Handsome Collection, I got Diablo 3, I got Until Dawn, um, and there's another one in there too. Oh yeah, that little game Battlefront. Yeah. <laughs> little tiny um, that's a tiny game. Yeah, it's a tiny game. Um, so far, Battlefront's really up there. I'd say Until Dawn might be my favorite, but I haven't actually got to the really crazy parts yet. So far, I think Until Dawn has been my favorite just because it's so different than any of the other games. Though, Evolve is also fucking fantastic. The idea of the four-on-one uh, asymmetrical multiplayer is a really fun idea. Playing a monster versus four hunters, which I wanted to get that specifically to... Uh, prep for the Friday 13th video game coming out, where it's going to be 5 versus 1, where it's 5 camp counselors fighting off Jason. So, yeah, Evolve was really great, but yeah, I guess, I think Until Dawn, just because it's such a cool concept, and I'm really enjoying it. It's it's a fun game. Oh, yeah, I still have that if you ever want to join in together. Can you do dual player on that? Yeah, you just join in a party. Oh, nice. Yeah. I wonder I'll how much how does does that change the story at all? Because I know the story. There is no story to evolve. No, oh, I thought you were meaning Until oh, Dawn. Yeah, oh, so did I. Oh, I was like, no, I'm sorry. How I'm do sorry. you two-player until, until Dawn? <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. It's all solo player. Sorry. Uh, okay, evolve. That's what I thought. It's like, wait, Willie's hacking the game. He's making it more interesting. <laughs> all right. Because <laughs> like, that, that, that changes the whole fact that it's a, you know, it's a change as you go. Butterfly effect, yeah. <laughs> definite butterfly effects there. <laughs> Um, oh, is it my turn? I believe um, so. It is okay, indeed. so I had, I had to look up uh, what year pre-sequel came out, but it was actually October 2014, so I had yeah. to double-check. Um, but So that would be Tales of the Borderlands for this year. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that. That's actually really a lot of fun. And then the other game that is not the obvious choice for me was Undertale. Um, don't get us wrong, we have been playing the shit out of Mario Maker and Yoshi's Woolly World, but Undertale... Um, is just such an interesting story. So it's, it's not Five Nights at Freddy's? Oh, God, fuck She that loves Five Nights at Freddy's. Fuck it's her favorite game. of all time. I still have to finish recording that game. Okay, that's enough of that. Thank you. <laughs> I do my creepy clown laugh. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. no, no, no. That's okay. Thank you. Um, so, but Undertale has such a sweet story that you can turn into an awful story really quickly. Um, because So basically, you're playing as a, as a human child who fell into a hole full of monsters. And the monsters, you can either choose to fight, or you can choose to make friends with them. And the monsters know if you take a human soul, you become the all-powerful monster. So if you choose to make friends with them, you know, that, that helps you out in whole different ways. So right now, I'm in the middle of my passive run, um, which I've actually been live-streaming. And then uh, I will be recording my genocide run. So, and each time you play it, it changes as well. So it has replay value to it too. Interesting. So nice. that one's actually pretty cheap. I think it was on the Steam sale for like four bucks. Um, the Steam sales have been dangerous. I've bought a few things I should. I I bought Honey Pop and Shovel Knight and um, what else? Oh, uh, the Chicken Game. Oh, hang on. Is it it's like called- He's saying weird words again. Yeah, I know. Like it, no, it's it's um, shit. Now I now I forgot what it was called. 
It it has something to do with hard boiled chickens. Oh, uh, cluster. Uh, where did it? Okay, we're just gonna go with date modified because that's when. I, uh, Rocket Birds, hard boiled chicken. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's on the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> well, that's cool. So um, well, we got the 2016 stuff we need to do now, Willie. Well, hold on a second. Now, yeah. my favorite game of 2015, oh, that's Chris. Right. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Jesus, Chris. Shame. I'm trying to be nice. Let everyone else go first. For shame. I'm going to start a fire with this finger. Until Dawn. End all, be all. Favorite game of 2015. I wasn't really too impressed with from E3 until right about a month before it uh, came out, or probably two weeks, when I heard a little bit more about it, and I saw actual gameplay. I was like... Oh, I'll give this a try. And then when I played it, it was like that first hour. I was like, I am hooked. This is this is it. This is this is my game of the year right here. And I played through it. Um, not even not even because of the crazy stuff that happens, just the play style and just how you morph the story. Kind of, I like to say you you are the writer and director of the story because you decide who lives and who dies by your actions. Interesting. And I'll have to play it someday. Get a PS4. That's it's why fun. I said someday, because I don't have a PS4. Get it, get it, get it, get we keep get talking it. about getting a PS4. Console exclusive. I know, console that's the annoying part. Actually, just exclusive in general, because it's not on PC either, so it's not just console exclusive, it's just exclusive. Well, now I'm Did anybody play Bloodborne? I've been watching no. the Game Grumps play Bloodborne, and it seems... I never got into those Dark Souls, Demon Souls, never got into them. But, uh, moving on. What are you guys looking forward to in 2016? Let's start with movie-wise. Bachman, since you're all the way over there and you haven't started yet. Let's see. There's so many good comic book movies coming out in 2016. That's the problem. Yeah, you got to pick one. That's the problem. Uh, Just one. I'm going to go with the first one because I know it's what's coming next, Deadpool. Because I will cut a bitch because I'm (laughs) the replacement out of hay. And fuck yeah, Deadpool looks awesome. All the memes that they're sharing on Facebook, it's like, oh, look at all the movie posters. Everybody looks so serious. And you got fucking Deadpool's mask over Will Ferrell's face from fucking one of his movies just looking like a goof. The the idea that Ryan Reynolds is basically going to say, I'm sorry for Green Lantern by doing Deadpool as well as he can, that is fucking amazing. And yeah, I mean, they're Batman 5, Superman, X-Men, like, we got lots of other good stuff coming out, but I'm excited for Deadpool because it's also going to be the first shot at a rated R Marvel film that's really getting a media push. Because Punisher Warzone was fantastic, but they they kind of buried it from the get-go. They didn't think that that movie was going to make money. And Fox is really trying to make some money with Deadpool. And goddamn, T.J. Miller looks funny as fuck in that movie. You look like the inside of other people's assholes. You look like an overripe avocado. You look like an avocado had sex with another avocado. Oh, man, you both got it wrong. In the chat room, SP says he liked Green Lantern, so you can feel free to shun him now if you wish. (laughs) Green Lantern, I got, or SP, I got a Green Lantern poster for you. I'll send it to you. I I own the Blu-ray, SP, but that movie had (gasps) severe problems. They weren't Ryan Reynolds' fault. Hey, it was five bucks in a Walmart bin. Kiss my ass. Fair enough. (laughs) That's worth it just for the voice of Kilowog. I ain't gave but hey, five dollars is five dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got five dollars that'll pay for a foot long. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Subway. Eat fresh. Are we talking no, about Doc, you was talking about getting me laid again. I was like, yes. Get laid, Bachman. <laughs> five dollars apparently helps you. It might. Evidently. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> so we're, we're doing movies right now, right? Yeah, Chris, why don't you go ahead? <laughs> I really wanted to say Deadpool. I'm really curious about Deadpool, but I think for me, it's Captain America Civil War. And if you had asked me this about a week ago, I might have said Deadpool until James Gunn went on Facebook and said that he's already seen Civil War and it is probably one of the best Marvel movies that's been done so far. So, I saw Tony's heartbreak. The, the heart, yeah, I saw the heartbreak <laughs> yeah. on there too. But the hype train has come on for that. And I'm like, you know, Deadpool, I expect, is going to be a funny, entertaining romp. But Civil War is going to set the new status for the MCU. And I'm really curious to see what comes out of that. And I think the repercussions for all the other films and the TV products, that's what's got me really curious. What comes out of that is Black Panther, Wakanda, and fucking Vibranium. That's what comes out of it. Spider Man. And yeah. Spider Man. And- and the new Bob Spiderman. Spiderman. That's not his last name. He's, He's not Bob my shoulder now. <laughs> Bob Spiderman. I'm just going to leave my camera like this the rest of the show. Nice. Yay. I'm Did Chris get dressed up in a Spider-Man costume? That's me. Yep. I lost like a lot of weight and put on spandex <laughs> and lost about a foot and a half of height. I was going to say that part. See? Yeah, because yeah, he's really tall. In it. case y'all didn't know it, I think he's like seven foot five. No, I'm uh, like six three or four. We're the same size. Seven Chris. foot five to midgets. Yeah, but Civil War, that's my pick for <laughs> 2016's most excited movie. Um, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go a different route because... This is more of a personal thing, but uh, Moana comes out in 2016, which is the new Disney movie starring a girl from the Pacific Islands. Um, it and also The stars, Rock. And it also stars The Rock. Um, to me, it's a personal excitement because it's the first Disney princess from a Pacific Island. We've been vastly, we're, we're vastly ignored, just in general. And as we all know, Naki's Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another, another vastly ignored <laughs> by Disney. But uh, <laughs> sorry, Naki. Yeah, but uh, so I'm actually really excited to see the Polynesian culture. It looks like they're really diving into Polynesian culture with it too. Um, so I'm really excited to to check that out. Um, as well as Civil War. That's that's high up on there too. Yeah, it's but tough to pick I, just one. That's the problem. I really yeah. wanted to go the different route than the comic books, so let's go with that. I really, I really, I'm excited to see somebody of my own culture, you know, be, hey, on, hey, to, hey. be in a Disney movie. Hey, 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 it's all Disney. It's all good. Well, Disney <laughs> has a, I don't know if you've noticed, but Disney has a long history of not being inclusive, <laughs> as well as, you know, like, obviously with Star Wars and sometimes with Marvel, um, they're more inclusive, but um, the actual Disney movies, uh, if it is not a princess, it does not get marketed. We had a really long discussion about this, about Big Hero 6 and The Good Dinosaur, um, both movies that did not have princesses, thus completely under-marketed because I still can find more Frozen stuff. I can't find shit for Big Hero 6. So I just got a big, big uh, like 18-inch plush for, for The Girlfriend for Christmas. You can find it. You just gotta look. Well, you don't have to look for Frozen, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of Frozen. Make it stop. Frozen's fucking everywhere. Make you don't stop. have to look for Frozen. You Frozen have to wasn't that good. Dig. But, but, Big Hero 6 coming. was great. Also, T.J. Miller. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it was a, and it was a diverse cast with women who, and they, like, po- points you to, like, go to college and study robotics. And I'm even terrified of robo- robots, but I'm still, like, 
you know, go study robotics, go study science. You don't have to be a pretty princess and fall in love. And type shit. Blah, la 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 la. Blah, la 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 la. All right, uh, I'm gonna have to share uh, Bachman's uh, there, and I'm gonna say Deadpool is my number one looking forward to movie of this year, and they're also dumping it in February, just like Kingsman and Dread, where they put movies that they don't think is gonna do too well. But it's actually, Day weekend. I don't this know if that's one, the case with Deadpool. It's yeah. more of it fits where there's no other superhero movies there to compete with it. Yeah, it's that end. It's right at the tail end as Star Wars will be coming out of theaters is when Deadpool shows up to get the geek dollar. I can see that. And uh, to fix your guys' line, it's um, you look like an avocado had sex with an older avocado. There we go. I got you. Yeah. I love T.J. Miller. Denver, yeah. Did you watch? Did you watch uh, Silicon Valley? <laughs> I because, still need to see the second uh, season. I haven't, we, haven't watched the sec- we haven't watched the second season. But I love that show. First season. Yeah, I love the I first season halfway yet, I through to. season two. I love that guy. I need to see yes. And If, if uh, you love T.J. Miller, you need to watch that. You need to watch that show. And uh, TV shows that you guys are looking forward to. This is tough to do because we're not sure what the new stuff is coming in 2016 at this or point. continuing we're series. Dare, so we're more Daredevil season two? Yeah, I mean, that, that's an easy one. I would honestly go... I'm going Luke Cage, just because yeah. I have no idea what to expect from that, and I thought Mike Coulter was awesome as Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, and I want to see where they go with it. That man has skin like butter. But it's just, bulletproof. But it's bulletproof. Oh my God. Just, he has really nice skin, okay? Like, okay, so before, like before so... we... Before we go on to uh, the TV shows, all the way, SP in the chat room made comment on his movie excitement for 2016. He said Independence Day, X-Men, or Civil War are his top three for 2016. Mm. I can see it. Those are all not bad choices. Mm. That's the problem is there's so much cool stuff coming. It's a terrible problem to pick. I can only pick one. I I would say Luke Cage. It's a fantastic problem to have. Yeah. I would say Luke Cage. If I knew Iron Fist was going to be part of it, but that show was even kind of iffy if they're even going to make it still, right? They confirmed it, I think. They confirmed oh, they it. it was the confirmed. show's confirmed. Yeah. They don't have an Iron Fist himself yet is the yeah. problem. Or they don't have a Danny. Story. But, but that's okay, because they, a... haven't, they haven't started filming Luke Cage yet, so they don't have to worry about having Danny yeah. Rand cast until they start filming Luke Cage. Last Plus, I heard, it's one of those things too, kinda... where Danny Rand could show up at the very end of the season of Luke Cage, where you finally. Oh, but what I heard was uh, Punisher was actually going to take over his slot, but uh, I, I know that wasn't really confirmed. I just heard that theory. Yeah, that was the rumor. Marvel issued a press release with like the synopsis of what Iron Fist was going to be and talking about the casting process. So they would have to backtrack a good deal to then get rid of Iron Fist. So my assumption is it's still coming. But I'm going to say, since the inclusion of Punisher, Daredevil is my my pick. Fair enough. Because Punisher, oh my god. You got Thomas Jane's Punisher, and you got War Zones. I, I love the Punisher. So is, pretty much is everyone Constantine Season 2 coming? Constantine <laughs> no. Season 2? Yes? Um, well, I that's wish. not happening. That would be my top pick if it was. And actually, no, I didn't say Daredevil, Chris. Okay. I'm actually going to change my vote now that I think about it, though. I'm saying Legends of Tomorrow. Ooh, there you go. I'm changing to that. I had to think that was the problem. Yeah, that's the problem is that like there's so much coming because like I'm googling what <laughs> video games are yeah. coming out in 2016. That's I've what I was trying to game. do, and I think that's why my signal dropped. Was I open another tab? Sorry. <laughs> uh, did you already say a TV show, Bachman? 
No, I'm going to go with uh, second half of Flash Season 2 because there is nothing on TV better than The Flash. And you also have third season to look forward to as well. Oh, fuck That's yeah. That's true. And then SP in the chat room had said 12 Monkeys was his pick for 2016. Uh, and for yes. uh, video games, to give you guys a little bit of time, I'll go ahead and go first. Oh, I know mine too, so I'm good okay. whenever. Uh, what I'm actually looking forward to is because of the uh, assumed inclusion of PlayStation VR, No Man's Sky is what I'm looking forward to. When you just have all this um, going from planet to planet, exploring, finding new things, and it'll actually have your name on it. So the next person that comes into it, they'll see it, and it'll have your name underneath it. And the inclusion of VR, which is probably... it's a, it, I'd be more surprised if they don't do it, just to, with the timing of everything. And uh, just just walking around and looking around, it's like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Uh, that's the one that's almost like unlimited planet. And it's in an almost unlimited galaxy, right? Pretty yes. much. Everything is, uh, what's the term for... Open world. No, no, no. It's uh, the ultimate open sandbox. <laughs> kind of like when, uh, when like, everything's different every time you go to it, like Diablo, is it's a term for it. Oh. Um, I is should that know. Rogue No. It's like, uh, it, it makes it on the fly as, you, as soon as it loads it up. It's random every time, yeah. I just can't think of the right term. God, it's, I see it. It's right there. It's what just like us day? not being able to remember uh, Saul Goodman, the actor's Sleep. name. I still can't yep. remember. But uh, go ahead, Bachman, since you're on up there. Mine's easy because it's on pre-order and because, goddammit, I need a platformer on my PS4. Ratchet and Clank, bitches! Oh, yeah. yeah. You excited There's for the movie, better too? than the gun-toting wombat. Long you excited eyes. for the movie, too? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, the movie looks good. I'm excited for the voice cast. But yeah, I, I, there's, I don't think there's ever been a series of games that I've had more fun playing. Like, I would rather play Ratchet and Clank. Like, Ratchet beats Mario for me. Like, it's that good. What, what Ratchet and Clank is. And Kazooie. I, I never enjoyed those. Never played it. Really? You never enjoyed Banjo and Kazooie? I played the first one, didn't like it. I played the first three Jack and Daxers. They were okay. But yeah, there's no better duo in video games. Then motherfucking Ratchet and Clank. It's, now, give me a long back with a wrench and a spaceship. Let's go. I love I, that fucking series. Yeah, from what I do know about that, that is going to be a remake of the first game, but it's also going to tie in with the movie, so I'm sure there's going to be new stuff and everything. And But uh, it should be, should be beautiful looking and fun as hell. Nah, I think you're right. Um, before we move on to the next person, uh, Draftsman had chimed in on his TV show he was looking forward to. I want to mention this because it's different. He said Sense8 is the one I'm waiting for. Everything else is a solid fan base, but this show is so oddball it might not happen again. Mm. I still haven't watched it. I have not yeah. either, but I've heard it's, it I've heard it's weird. I like weird. I weird is good sometimes. I'm weird. <laughs> mm, that's yeah, true. Yeah, but you're furry weird. <laughs> but I'm not a furry. Ugh. Close enough. Sex with oh. Willie is like sex with a furry. It counts as a fetish. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, His look. girlfriend likes furries. <laughs> I hate oh, you people. I, oh, I didn't say it. I didn't say it either. I'm going home. Bring you on home. your hate. I'm here. Bring me your hate. Let it flow through you. Bachman, you're getting pretty furry there, too. Look at that beard. Are we doing Disturbed now? Well, there's a lot of beards on this show, Naki. Oh, shit. Hang on. Like Daki's boyfriend. Oh! I thought I thought the clan was bearded. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> okay, I didn't go there. That's we're, all Willie. But you were thinking it. Don't act like you were thinking it. So, I was not thinking we're, it. We're talking about video games that we're most looking forward to in 2016, right? We were. <laughs> this is me forcing us back on track. <laughs> and Chris, not subtly yeah, at all. Game you're looking forward to. So no, this no one's fighting. easy, if you know no me. Fighting. It's a uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. I was going to say, it has to be Mass Effect. It's quarter four 2016 is currently slated for, so for me, it's Mass Effect Andromeda. I can't wait. I love the Mass Effect universe, and I can't can't wait to see what they do with it going forward. You think they're going to make that uh, the deadline, though? Or you think it might be getting... uh, I think it's going to get slipped right in all honesty, so this is a cop-out answer for me, but as (laughs) of right now... as of right now, scheduling Mass Effect Andromeda is it for hey, me. It's scheduled for quarter four. You're good. There it's you go. all on them if they don't. Um, I have two uh, now that I'm looking into what's coming out in 2016. Um, one of them is, again, another PS4 game. So, you know, there's another fight for the PS4. Uh, but it's Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yes. Um where you get to be... It's basically like Tomb Raider meets Monster Hunter. You get to be an archer who kills Ooh. robotic dinosaurs. Um, you which, mean Turok? Yes, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, the trailer. Watch the trailer if you haven't. It is amazing. I'll it have looks, to go check that out. It, it looks really good. And then uh, the Wii U has uh, Legends of Zelda coming out, which looks... If it comes out. they If, they've it, if it comes out. But if my my theory on that is they're going to wait till the release of their next system, the <laughs> NX. I think it's called. Yeah. No, I'm serious. I think it's called the. the I'm laughing in the chat room, not you. Oh. Though it is you. <laughs> oh, poor Willie! Everybody's picking on you today, Willie. I'm used to it. I mean, it is it's pick on Willie day. Uh, for those that aren't reading the, the, the chat room, <laughs> the draft has said, we are all weird, but Willie is the only one that can be confused with a balding Wookiee. <laughs> he's, he's a bit chewy. <laughs> you have to ask the girlfriend on that one. And uh, just to clarify too, I think um, was it Lost Horizon is a gorilla made by is being made by Gorilla, who also made the Killzone games. Yeah, nice. So it's another one that looks that looks interesting. Um, again, uh, the problem with PC <clears throat> games is that they can just drop kind of randomly. So I don't really have a pick for PC because I've, I've been more of a PC player uh, as of late. But um, yeah, of the console games, the the Horizon one, and then if Legends of Zelda comes out. Which would be cool, uh, and then of course, obviously, Final Fantasy VII. Your your answers are all wrong because you did not say Mass Effect Andromeda. You I still fans. haven't but, played any of Mass Effect. I, I haven't played it. It, it was bored after during the first game. Running, I already told you. Citadel. You do the motion comic to do at the first game, then you play two and three. That's the way to do it. Completion. What, what looks awesome about this um, Legend of Zelda game, though, it looks like it's pretty much going to be Legend of Zelda Skyrim Edition. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. it does look pretty it. cool. Is, is that part the of type the... of graphics they're doing? Pretty much. I would not say like super realistic. More like kind of like more like along Zelda lines because you know it's all bright and colorful, not cartoony, but it's going to be you know a colorful this, world. Well, it doesn't not look like gray. they're going Windwalker with it. Oh yeah, not that, not that far, not shell shaded. Just you know more cool. like you know just bright popping colors probably. Yeah, I'll have to I really check that one out too. Then I'm almost tempted to get a Wii U for that. So if it comes out for Wii U, I might if, be able to find a deal by then. But I'm thinking they might push it to the next generation. That's why I haven't they, made a move. 
Or they might do a Twilight Princess on it and release it for both, the Wii U yeah. and the NX. And, you know, I did play Twilight Princess on my GameCube, and I enjoyed it a great deal. And what was interesting, quick aside here, is if you tried to use any of the game guides, you had to make sure you marked you were playing the GameCube version because they yep. literally flip-flopped the GameCube and the Wii U versions because in the GameCube, Link is left-handed and the in the Wii U, he's right-handed. Excuse me, the Wii, the Wii. U was right-handed. Well, it's because Link was always left-handed. And yep. then they wanted to match up because most people right-hand, they're going to be using the Wiimote and the right hand. They wanted to match it up. Yep. Yeah. Well, with the with the Wii U, Boyfriend also invested in Mario Maker, which has been super fun, and Yoshi's Woolly World, which is a game if you need to smile, you need to play that game because it is literally the cutest fucking game in the world. And if you played Kirby's Epic Yarn, you know how cute that can get just in general. But, oh, my God. Yoshi's Woolly World is the cutest fucking thing in the world. Anyways. That's what I've heard. But looking at the time now, we're going to have to start wrapping things up because we are a little over. Willie, this was an awesome bit to do this week, so thank you for bringing that. That's not a problem. I try. Now we all got to remember what it is we said we were interested in going forward. (laughs) So that if it sucks, we can get chastised appropriately. Shut up, boyfriend. So this is where SP is going to chime in and go, Naki, this is why it (laughs) could... This is why I need to get a non-music. I know it's why I need to get a non-music mic and blah blah blah. I know you pay. You ship me a new mic, I'll use it. I'm just preemptively striking for SP here. There you go. Because SP save him the time to type it. I don't even think he's in the chat room right now, so I just preempted him so that I don't know. I did it just because. But I think we are going to start wrapping things up, and we'll do that quickly in our traditional way by sharing with you guys what we've been getting into, what we're planning on getting into. And I'm going to keep it short. Here's the things I've been getting into. Mythbusters Marathon on the Science Channel. They're playing every episode. I've been watching a crap ton of that. I played Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider on the PC and Xbox. I've been playing Rocket League. And I recently followed Emo Kylo Ren and Very Lonely Luke on Twitter. And it is hilarious. (laughs) They're both so fucking funny. The target response to Emo Kylo Ren is great. But you need to watch the movie to be reading that Twitter account. Yeah, so since we're still spoiler-free, we will not spoil what the uh, hot topic response was to Emo Kylo Ren when he asked for a job. But that's what I've been getting into. How about you, Naki? What have you been getting into? What do you plan on getting into? Uh, We saw Star Wars again. So there's that. Um, I... Uh, have been recording again because I, if you uh, haven't noticed, if any of you follow my YouTube channel, uh, basically nothing has gone up in about three months. Um, and if you, you might have gotten a New Year's surprise when I uploaded three Undertale videos uh, from my live stream, which apparently my sound was not working correctly, but hopefully I can fix that for today's live stream because I'm going to be live streaming again. So you can check that out at twitch.tv slash one nerdy cupcake with the number one and not the word one. Um, On top of that, I've been recording for Fitness Fridays and things like that. 2016 is the year of me getting my YouTube shit under control as well as going back to school again and, uh, you know, working. So 2016 is all about the year of work and getting shit done. So that's my stuff. Willie, what have you been getting into? Uh, well, quickly, I uh, just got, uh, I know I'm three, two years late to the party, but I just got Far Cry 4 because it was on sale on the PSN. Starting that out. Uh, pretty much a whole lot of just working, gaming, sleeping. All right, I'm a simple guy. So, you Anthony, know. I know you just got a bunch of comics. We'll run through those next <laughs> week. Other than getting comics, what have you been getting into? Yeah. We'll, we'll save these for next week. <laughs> it was, oh, it was a year. Christ. I emptied my uh, box again. Got some good stuff. Um, I finally finished Clone Wars Season 6 on Netflix, so now I can start watching Rebels. So I'm super stoked about that. 
Um, got my turret guy on Borderlands to level 17 just this morning, and Yay. my other friend bought it. So my two best friends, all three of us have the Handsome Collection now, so we'll definitely be playing more of that. Um, and then, yeah, going through uh, Until Dawn, which is just fantastic. Um, found that I still have a massive love of Lego. My buddy's been buying Lego kits for his son, and he's been building stuff uh, with technique pieces, actually getting ready to put up some motors and stuff in the vents in his greenhouse, and he's going to do it with technique Legos. So we actually all went to uh, Toys R Us yesterday and bought a bunch of the Kaima sets because they were 30% off. So I got about $75 with a Lego kit yesterday for 40 bucks. So nice. I put one together last night, and I'm going to do another huge one today. I'm stoked. They're so much fun. And, yeah, the, the Lego Star Wars shit is just so cool, but they're damn expensive. And oh, I also got really my eye on uh, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. They did the Milano, and it's gorgeous. But it's like $80 fucking dollars. Oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah. It's that, tough that to might find be, uh, on sale. Yeah, that, those ones, yeah, the Marvel ones aren't on sale because they're just they're good and they sell. So that might be a, a tax rebate present to myself when uh, when the tax check comes in. And then um, my friend Elizabeth came by and dropped off the last Christmas present. So one more pop to the collection. Oh, I now nice. have Mr. Deadpool. So, yeah, the, the pop collection keeps growing. Other than that, yeah, watching some Netflix. Since I finished Clone Wars, I watched the first episode of Longmire, and I'm three episodes into uh, Dark Matter. And what was the other one? I watched the the pilot of Helix. All fucking fantastic shows. My only problem with my Netflix queue is there's too much good shit to watch. I don't have time to watch it all. There's there's great fucking shows on Netflix. There's no reason to pay for pe- for TV people. It's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pay for sports, man. You gotta pay for sports. Local, no, you can just local. read the sports scores the next day or watch that's the local the stuff that's broadcasted. That's not the same. Or go to your friend's place that does that is a sucker and pays for yeah. it. Sports bars exist, Chris. Sports bars. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, but then I have to buy beer and chicken wings. And- you, have oh, you have to you buy have to. beer. It's you can't go to a sports bar and not have a beer. Come like on, you guys. don't want to. As somebody, who's been, as somebody who's been sober for three years, you can go to a sports bar and not drink beer. Yeah, longer than three years, like eight years, whatever. Also, I haven't had a cold beer beer and chicken wings. Mm, Bacon cheese fries. I haven't had a beer since Christmas. I didn't drink on New Year's, and I'm not sure if I'm going to drink on my birthday. But I do have the next two days off, and I'm going to see Star Wars again. Willie, when you come to Chicago, we're going to go to this place that's that's by me. It's called Dublin's, and they make Irish fries. And Irish fries is basically uh, big like the, the flat fries. With uh-huh. uh, covered, like waffle? yeah, no, 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 not waffle of uh, steak fries. Oh, uh, covered with, covered with uh, cheese, uh, Guinness cheese, and is this like a liquid cheese, or is this like a like shred and they just melted it? Uh, it's a Guinness cheese, so they take like a, a block of cheese and they put Guinness beer in it. Interesting. Uh-huh. And Holy they melt moly. it together, and then they put it on a. Uh, bacon and ranch on it. So this is the other thing Naki does to me is at the end of the show she talks about something <laughs> that makes me hungry and I'm, sitting there, I'm like I'm gonna go eat some food but I'm like no I've got to edit and I have to record another podcast. So I'm like, I got like another two hours before I get to go have food. So damn you Naki. And Why speaking you- of Chicago food, I also want to try uh, authentic deep dish pizza. Deep dish or you mean lasagna pizza? Yes. Because <laughs> uh, that lasagna sounds pizza delicious. delicious. The, that's when you get the disc of sausage that's on, that's on top of the layer of like this thick of a. You gotta get. 
of crust, and then the oh, sausage oh, disc, oh, and then a pile yeah. of cheese that's like this thick, and then sauce. And you're, what, are you trying to downplay it? Because this is all sounding delicious. No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> saying this is what this is what you do. <laughs> this is so when you, come to Chicago, when you come to Chicago, you get fat. <laughs> oh, I got you there. SP said that Helix sucks and agreed that Dark Matter is really good. I've only seen the pilot so far, so I thought the pilot of Helix was good, but because it's all about actual scientists, that might be why SP is, is not happy with that show. <laughs> and I will say I'm watching The Expanse right now, which is also really good. I'm only one episode in, but that is also a good show. I've heard good I stuff about that one as well. I've so, been watching oh. the shit out of Game Grumps. Yeah, we, and, we're um, going to start wrapping up. Go ahead. I did want to say one thing. I did uh, find this one podcast that it's, I think it's dead now, but um, is have any of you guys heard of Brian Posehn, the comedian? Yes. Yeah, I met yeah. him a few times. Awesome. He had a podcast called Nerd Poker, which is just him and his friends playing D and D. And I start. Yep. I'm like in episode 26 right now. Very good. I listened to the first 10 of that, I believe, before I was just listening to too many podcasts. But yeah, it's hilarious. It's a bunch of comedians and nerds playing D and D. And they have a fun fucking time on that show. <laughs> yeah, it is very well. Uh, I would highly recommend it. All right, so we are going to start getting out of here. Don't forget, we stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, and you can do all the math from there over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 over on alphageekradio.com, and on the official homepage for streaming at gonnageek.com at geeks.live. Just a quick heads up, the next live show on the Gunna Geek Network you can catch on geeks.live is the official GunnaGeek.com podcast. That is tomorrow night at 8.45 p.m. Eastern Time. I would say tune in because Steven might be unveiling some cool new stuff for the video stream. Also, I got to yell at y'all for not figuring out my trivia question. Chris, you did get it right. I was proud of you for getting my tri- for my for getting my trivia question right. But come on, SP, I was going to cut out comic books. I was six. There was a trivia question? Yeah, what? You, you gotta go listen to the Gunna Geek podcast go on the holiday to, uh, episode. The Christmas uh, slash holiday special where we had a, a little bit of a Know Your Geek that took place on there. But on that note, you guys have any final thoughts as we wrap things up? I'm disappointed in all of you. No, I'm kidding. Thank you to my you. secret Santa. I got Invincible 5 and 8. Yay! Nice. I'm going to say my last phrase has to be uh, bearded clam. <laughs> of, of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> on, on that note, guys, I think it's about time for us to get out of here. Don't forget, we'll see you next week. But until then, bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. <laughs>